Hey, Design Munchers. We got another throwback episode for you. This is a good one. This is back from episode 22, 20-ish, somewhere. It's with Allison Zubal. She talked to us about how to speak up, um, how to give your feedback, how to voice your opinion. All really good stuff. Give it a listen. Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. But there's a lot that goes into it. You're not just going to sit there and blurt out the first thing that comes to your mind, right? Or you shouldn't. Um, When you, I think as like junior designers, when you start to approach giving feedback and asking questions, you need to be aware of your surroundings. You need to be aware of who's in the room and um, what is being presented or what you need feedback on so you can approach it properly. And I think there's a point where you shouldn't just speak up to speak up because there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, I need to say something in this meeting when they probably shouldn't (laughs) or they should probably think about what they want to say first um, because it can be hurtful to somebody who's asking for feedback or it can be completely out of left field, like doesn't even make sense to what needs feedback or what the meeting's about or the presentation. Mm -hmm. So you just need to be aware of that. Um, I think when uh, we as designers or anybody who's just in a business situation, we need to learn that like we need to be prepared. And I think being prepared helps us to give the proper feedback. So know what meeting you're going into and what is expected of you in that meeting. Um, And uh, the other one is know your audience as well. So if you're going into a meeting and it's just with your other fellow UX designers, it's probably a little bit more comfortable. You're probably a little bit more open to giving feedback or asking for feedback. Um, If you're in a room with developers, Uh, Sometimes you might not know how to give feedback if they're talking about something, a feature, and you're just like, I have no idea what this code lingo is. So, you know, you just need to ask questions. You're not necessarily giving feedback, but you're asking questions. Mm -hmm. So there's the two different sides of speaking up. And at some point you like pollute the conversation, right? If you speak up too much. Right. Yeah, you need to, and I think that's the next point is, does what I want to say actually benefit the conversation? Am I going to help somebody by asking this question or giving this feedback? Or is it just going to kind of, you know, detract from what we're trying, like our our purpose? Yeah. So is that why people are scared to speak up then? Or nervous because they're they're afraid to pollute the conversation? I think so. I think sometimes that could be it. I think... um, I think there's a lot of reasons why we're afraid to speak up. Maybe we don't feel like we, maybe we feel like what our opinion or our questions don't matter, right? So I know there's so many times, like I'm sure throughout everybody's career where we sit there and people are like, ask a question, like no question is dumb. And I think that it holds true no matter what, because when I started kind of trying to get out of my introvert self early on in my career, um, it was you know, people kept saying, ask these questions. Like if you're not asking the questions, somebody else will, or nobody's going to ask the question because everybody's afraid to ask it. And then Mm -hmm. it never gets asked. And then you guys lose out on an opportunity to make something better Mm -hmm. or to help guide something in a, in a different direction that maybe it needs to go in. So. Awesome. 
I really like that. And is there, going along those lines of like saying, like, ask any question, mm-hmm. are there environments that maybe you've experienced or that you've like heard about that are maybe, that can have an effect on a designer's confidence to actually speak up? Yeah, I do. I think um, in good and bad ways. Yeah. Right. So um, I think there's a lot of environments where, uh, so back to the first of my career where it was, I'd get into a room and everybody there had been in the industry for, you know, five to 10 years, if not more. And sitting in there, it was just like, oh man, there's no way anything that I say is going to make a difference because I've only been doing this for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think you need to understand that your voice always matters no matter what, because even if you say something, um, it, the other designers may have heard it ton, like time and time again, but they can educate you mm-hmm. if you say something. But it's also up to those designers to help you feel comfortable and help you not be afraid in that situation, right? This goes both ways. So we need to, like as designers who have been in the industry for a little longer, we need to be able to respect those junior designers and you know their lack of... Um, their lack of experience within the industry and maybe designing and just kind of help them not feel so afraid. But there are many times where you walk in a room and you're just like, I, I know nothing compared to all these people. But in reality, you do know something because you have your skills and you have everything that you are really good and strong at, all your strengths that you brought to the table. You're not brought into a room just to sit there and listen. Mm-hmm. You're brought into a room for a reason and you need to understand your place in that room. Well, and I think innocence kind of like allows for innovation in a way, mm-hmm. because like if you if you're in like if you're in that situation, um, and there's a bunch of seniors in the room and you're the junior person, like um, the seniors may feel like you don't have anything to offer, yeah. and if they do, I think they're wrong first right. of all. But like if you bring up something they've heard before, it may be different in this context, mm-hmm. right? You're like, oh, what about this? And they're like, well, I've heard. Oh, wait, no, that makes sense in this right. context, right? So I think. I think that level of sort of, um, yeah, I think I think that kind of thing, like if, if people don't speak up from their perspective, then you don't offer, you literally don't offer anything from your perspective. Right. And there's a reason why you're in the room. So. Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, and like I said, it's it really falls on like making junior designers comfortable and making anybody comfortable within your team to speak up and ask questions. It really falls on those senior you know, members of the team to accept that feedback and to ask that person, why do you feel this way? Like, why do you think I should, you know, make the interaction like this? Mm -hmm. Like it's our responsibility to kind of push back and make them think because it also makes us think and eventually you'll get to the right conclusion. So so how would a, how would a senior mid-level person or if, if people are not speaking up, how would how would a senior person or somebody who has more experience resolve that? How, in your mind, what do, how could they help get people to be more open and speak up, be more transparent? I think it starts with them. So I think it starts with them being transparent and them speaking up. Um, I think as senior designers, though, uh, there can be that air of cockiness. Like, I've been in this for a long time. You don't know what you're talking about. So I think you need to just check that at the door and understand that your place is actually to teach 
and to learn at the same time, but to know that, hey, I may have more experience than everybody in this room, so I need to be the one to step up and have the confidence to say something and ask everybody questions like, what do you think about this or why, you know, why are you doing it this way? And start that conversation and make it a safe place. Like, don't start a conversation and ask a question and then be like, well, that was, that was a dumb answer, you know, like actually respect what they have to say and continue to promote that because mm-hmm. they have to feel safe. If, if your, if your team doesn't feel safe speaking up and talking, they're not going to say a word. Yeah. So did you hear that, Andy? I didn't, I didn't hear any of did that. Did you hear actually. any of that? No, I didn't hear uh, I heard the word, I heard, oh, I didn't hear the word humble. But I heard the word not be arrogant. Right? Yeah. <laughs> not be cocky. Once again, this podcast comes down to one principle. And that's freaking uh, humility. Be humble. Should we, should we just end it right now? Should be just, humble. Should we change the name of the podcast? Maybe. Design humility? <laughs> Design humility? It's not bad. I like humility it. much? <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> You're onto something. Humble much, bro? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to add bro at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Change it to humble AF if you want to. Yeah. There you go. It's perfect. <laughs> so let's let's move in a little bit to like your personal experience, like how, how you came about doing this. So what problems did you have in your career um, in regards to speaking up? Um, a lot of problems. <laughs> a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I kind of touched on earlier, um, I'm super introvert. Like even to this day, I'm, I'm quite the introvert. Um, and early on outside of design, outside of designing, um, just when I was an assistant in different forms, um, I would be scared to speak up. I'd be scared to give my opinion. I'd be scared to push back on something that I didn't feel was right. And, um, I got, I got walked all over. And it made my job miserable. It made every day miserable. I hated my jobs. Um, but slowly over time, having the right managers and the right mentors in my life that I didn't realize were there, I didn't like put them there, um, but I was able to kind of um, just learn from them. They taught me that I should never keep my mouth shut and that if I have something to say, I need to say it. And to understand where I should say it, though, because there are sometimes when um, when I started practicing speaking up, I would say it in meetings, and it did not go over well. <laughs> and I and I I looked like a complete fool, and I just kind of walked out of the meeting with my tail between my legs, right? Um, and those are things that I think you learn just as you're kind of starting to practice this. Um, but there are times where like the things you need to say have to be said, but just take your manager aside and say, Hey, this is how I felt in this meeting, or this is how I felt when this person approached me and said this, how do I, how do I respond to this? What should I do? And they would just help me figure that out, whether it was go talk to that person about your feelings or you know what, maybe don't say anything and just work on yourself, work on, whatever advice they give you or whatever was said, just kind of work on yourself and make it better next time. And I mean, I, I felt a lot and I was scared a lot to say anything in the beginning part. I'm still scared to say stuff, you know, wondering if I give feedback on a design, if somebody's going to be like, Oh, what does she know? You know? Um, 
I've had I, a recent job I had um, before my current job, I I would sit in a room and I I felt like I did not have the respect that um, I deserved, and I would continue to speak up no matter what. And by me speaking up, but speaking up respectfully, mm-hmm. um, by me speaking up, I actually started gaining respect from those people that had no respect for me in the beginning. You know, like, oh, she doesn't come from a graphic design background or she's only been, you know, a UX designer for three years. What does she know? And it was actually like, well, I, I do know something and I'm in this room for a reason. You hired me for a reason. Mm-hmm. Respect me for that. I respect you for your you know, for, for your skills and your strengths now respect me. And I, it's just something that I think you start to gain over time and just practicing it like anything. Yeah. It's tearing down those assumptions that other people make too. Yeah. Yep. That's really cool. I like the idea of practicing. And I also really like mm-hmm. how you like ask for advice on how to speak up in certain scenarios. Yeah. Cause as you said, like starting out, you probably have no idea how, right. and as you experience, you're, you're going to fail a lot. But mm-hmm. I really like how you like actually asked people like, yeah. how should I go about speaking up about the situation? Because I'm, I'm assuming that really helps you figure things out a lot better. Right. Right. It helps you figure things out. It helps you approach you know, if it happens again, it helps you approach it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Um, we're constantly learning and we're constantly growing. And if we're not asking people who are practicing it properly how to get through it, then we'll never learn and we'll never grow. Yeah. You know, and that's another thing is watch other people in the room and other people around you. Watch how they interact. Watch how they speak up and when they speak up. Um, like I've had bosses in the past where... Um, I would watch them in a room and conducting a meeting and how they would just sit and listen to everybody in the room and they wouldn't say anything. And I'd be like, why aren't they saying anything? Like, why aren't they responding? But they were just kind of like, you know, and they'd sit there and they'd write things down. I'm like, I don't understand this. Like, like have a conversation here, you know, but they just let them speak. And then at the end they would be like, okay, I heard all of this now this is what this is what I heard, and I have some questions for you, or I have some feedback to give you. And they were basically it's that it's just that um, really listening mm-hmm. and really understanding what is happening around you and being present. You know, closing your computer, turning off your phone, and being present in the moment and watching everybody around you and just paying attention to that. And I like I'd watch those people who are really good at giving feedback and speaking up. And they would never interrupt people and they would never belittle anybody. I think we're really good in our critiques where we say, I wonder if, or I was thinking, or I really like, approach things that way and be respectful about it right up front. And your feedback will usually be accepted pretty graciously. Yeah. That's what I really liked, what you just said, like how your, your bosses would sit back mm-hmm. and they would say, this is what I heard. I really like that. I, I haven't thought of this before, but like it's kind of like they're saying like they're going to speak up, they're about to speak up, but they're actually giving the context to why they're about to speak up. Yeah. And that's really cool. Cause I think that could give even more information as to like, I'm about to tell you my, my feedback yeah. and here's why is what I heard. Mm-hmm. And they may have mis misinterpreted like right. what they heard. So that's, that's just more information that really helps out. Right. So that, that's really cool advice. And actually. I think it also helps those employees who have a hard time speaking up, it helps them gain that confidence and have the like 
and stop being afraid to actually say what they want to say because they know that what they are going to say is going to be heard and it's going to be respected. I think that's, I think that's the key is respecting everything that people say. That's awesome. So you're in a room, mm-hmm. there's 10 people in the room. Uh, everybody's talking. Okay. You want to say something because you disagree or agree or whatever, whatever the situation is, doesn't matter too much. How do you, how do you kind of jump into that? Like for people who are, cause I think some people just struggle with speaking up. Right. Like physically, mm-hmm. like how do you, how do you, uh, how have you learned how to kind of jump into conversations? Um, wait for it to die down. I think just paying attention to the conversations around you. Um, so there's a lot of times where, cause I'm really bad with words <laughs> and like formulating <laughs> and like formulating any sort of thought, hence all of my notes. But, um, I think it's, if you have something to say, write it down so you don't forget it. And then if everybody around you is just talking and they're hashing out this problem and you have your developer opinion here and your senior designer opinion here and your product manager opinion here, and they're all kind of yelling at each other because nobody wants to do what needs to be done. I think you just need to sit back, wait for it to kind of die down, try to listen to what people are saying, and then just kind of wait for a low moment. And then you need to just step up and be like, I can I interject here? You know, I would like to say something. I think, and it's hard. It's probably one of the hardest things to do. I had a really hard time at it with it at first. Um, but I think once you do it once, you get over that, that fear of doing it the first time, it's easier to kind of do it down the road. But then your team starts to see, oh, we should probably calm down and we should probably like listen to each other instead of talking over each other. But I think you just have to wait for that moment. When the moment's right, then say something. Because if you just start talking, nobody's going to hear. Nobody's going to yeah, listen. You're just, getting, you're, just, you're, just the, you're part of the problem. Yeah. You know? And sometimes you will not be able to say things in a meeting or in a situation that you want to say. And I, a long time ago, I started writing down everything. I don't do it as much anymore because I've started getting in the habit of just remembering things. But write it down. And then if you don't have an opportunity to say it in a meeting or to that person, then, you know, slack them later or shoot them an email or just go over to their desk and say, Hey, I had this thought while we were, you know, trying to hash this out. I have this thought and I have developers do that to me all the time, you know, and I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, it seems like when, when, when you're in a meeting too, um, and you have lots of ideas floating around, mm-hmm. um, those ideas can be easily lost. Um, and I think it could be interesting if you, I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but if you wanted that idea to have more weight, yeah. as you said, write it down and then mm-hmm. actually go talk to them about it. Yeah. And like, that's a different moment, a different experience yeah. that they actually would get a lot more of your idea mm-hmm. instead of trying to process everybody's idea along with your idea. Right that could be, have a lot more weight if you feel like it needs to be. Yeah. And I think it's good too, because if you're writing thoughts down, then you might come back to that maybe like five, 10, 20 minutes later in the meeting and be like, Oh, actually bad thought. Get rid of it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like, Oh, that has, that has no weight anymore because we talked about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And so I think it's good to write things down or, you know, type them up in your notepad on your computer. But, 
I'm a huge fan of being in the present and just trying to get rid of distractions and being there. Be in your meeting and give the respect to everybody in that meeting that they deserve. Yeah, I think that's great. So. You want to send that drunk text to two in the morning? <laughs> drunk <Some> critique text. feedback. <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> I've never sent a drunk text, but I would imagine I'd be really good at it. Well, there's only one way to find out, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, wake up. Oh, crap. I shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that in the meeting. It happens. <laughs> we all say things that you regret, too, <laughs> whether you're drunk or not. <laughs> I do like the idea of writing it down, though. I think that's something I'm guilty of, is not writing it down, is maybe even giving yourself an opportunity to formulate the thought mm -hmm. before you just say the thought. Yeah. Because I think saying what comes to your mind is, uh, like, you could, you could, you, you say it in your head and you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't say that. And you back yeah. away. But mm -hmm. if you, if you write it down, then that gives you an opportunity to read it back to yourself. Yeah. And be like, no, I need to say this. Mm -hmm. But then it also gives you pause to, like, figure out how to say it properly. It also gives you, if you're more of a senior designer, I think it gives the opportunity to, like, junior designers to speak up first hmm. when you kind of, put your thought maybe on the back burner and see if like, if you're maybe like a team lead or something like that, seeing if they're going to bring it up first to see if that thought process is there. And then if, if that's not there, then maybe you bring it up and maybe it sparks conversation. Maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's not, you're, you know, but I think it's good to kind of just sit there and think on it for a minute. Not always, you know, there's time and place to, have a thought come out immediately or have it kind of sit and wait on it. So I think it's just being aware of who you're talking to and what's going on around you. Yeah, knowing your situation. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Is there is there anything else that you would like to add to this conversation? Any any, you know, things that we haven't asked you about in terms of speaking up? I think we might have touched on it all. I think building relationships with your team, whether that's, you know, with with your, your dev team or with your UX team, I think building those relationships is key to helping you have confidence in everything that you're doing and saying and being able to speak up in a room, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I think building those relationships is key. And then when you start building those relationships, you're able to build upon relationships within other departments as well. Because, you know, as an introvert like me, if I'm building relationships with people on my immediate team, I might have some people on that team that know every, like know tons of people throughout the company and in different departments. And so it helps me build relationships with them and so on and so forth. And then you just start gaining confidence because if there's people in the room that you trust and there's people around you that like make you feel comfortable then you're more likely to speak up and you're more likely to give feedback and you're more likely to also accept that feedback because you respect each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, And there's probably more humility involved there too as well Again, because you have that yeah. trust, you have that relationship mm -hmm. that you've, you know, you've taken the time to build that with them. Yeah. So you're not going to be, hopefully you're not going to be a, a huge jerk about it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I like you brought up trust too, because I think, I think that you, you, to be, to speak up, I think you have to be able to trust yourself mm -hmm. as well as everybody in the room. Yeah. So if you speak up and you know, there's some guy in the room or 
that that's always like a, like a snarky jerk about everything, mm-hmm. then you don't really trust them with what you're going to say, right? Right. right. And I always kind of go back to like uh, to build trust, you have to have conversations or experiences outside of work to actually build trust, right? right? Like you can only work so much to to earn respect or trust or influence, but like if you if you uh, if you're a team that goes out to lunch regularly, mm-hmm. um, you have weird experiences and conversations that happen spontaneously. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, oh, then in, that, in those situations, it's easier to speak up because it's lighter. There's not as much gravity, right? Yeah. I think those are the moments that you build trust as a team Definitely. rather than in a meeting. Definitely. Um, and I think yeah. it's important to have those moments with other people outside of your team. Mm-hmm. Try and have them as much as possible. I think one of the most intimidating things for um, designers is getting in front of, you know, upper management, in front of executives. That's super terrifying. But they brought you into your position for a reason, and you're there for a reason. And you need to understand that they are trusting you to give them the feedback that is necessary and to give them the you know, push, push the questions and, and really like make sure that you are that voice in the room because, excuse me, because, um, if you don't, then they could walk all over you or they're not going to respect you. So, um, but I think your upper management also has to like kind of bring down their guard a little bit sometimes and not be so like, Oh, I'm, I'm over you, but like treat me as an equal. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's what we all need to do is just treat each other as equals, whether we're junior designers, senior designers, you know, VP of product, whatever, whatever it may be, we're all trying to learn and grow and build the best product. So let's have respect for each other and listen to each other, give feedback where is needed, but, you know, just really learn and just build. So. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't have. No, definitely not. I don't know. I don't think you should sell yourself so short. No, I'm sure. I'm absolutely I, sure. I only said that to illustrate a point about, you know, no. being afraid to speak up. Like okay. you, you should always speak up, Andy. Uh, okay. Have respect when you give feedback, though. <laughs> see, that was, a, that was weird illustrating Great what Respect exactly and happened. humility. Right. Yeah, I see what's going on here. I see. <laughs> Just circling the horses, right? Okay, well, that's, that's all we had. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. That was easy. See, it's easy peasy. Easy peasy. You want to know the best way to support the podcast? And I know you do because you made it to the end of this episode. That is share it. Share it with a coworker, share it with a family member, share it with a friend, share it with whoever you want to, share it with a construction worker, share it with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just share it. Um, a couple more ways to support the podcast, though. Go buy a t-shirt over at designmunch.threadless.com and then wear it with pride. And then lastly, to support the podcast, we need your topics. Use hashtag designmunchtopics on social media or shoot us an email at topics at designmunch.org or just go to designmunch.org contact and fill out the form. 